This is episode 080, how I've learned to access the magic and medicine within my own body. Woman Awake is a soul-led journey of awakening through motherhood and womanhood. Woman Awake explores the soul-based, spirit-fueled, somatic and energetic journey of awakening, of consciousness. The power of an awakened woman lives in her life alignment, her inner attunement, and her embodied transformation. This is not just my journey, but it is ours, and together we seek to free our mind, feel our body, feed our soul, and to hear our heart. As women, as mamas, we seek clarity, we embrace the truth, we dive into the discomfort of our shadows, we honor our healing, and we be fully with our humanness whilst also being in our divinity too. Hey there and welcome to this week's episode. Before we dive into the episode today, I just wanted to share with you that the virtual retreat that I just hosted on the weekend, Breakthrough and Birth into Your Bliss, was so awesome. It was so special. And by request, I've decided to pop the recording up and the e-guide on my website for you to purchase and download. However, I'm only going to keep this up there until the 5th of May at 5.55pm, just because I like the 55555 numbers. So you can access this three-hour journey, which includes some meditation, a beautiful embodied yoga practice, and a lot of somatic practices, a lot of beautiful womb healing work, and a bliss-based experience, and some tapping and EFT. It is a really beautiful practice. You can do it in its entirety as a three-hour retreat or you can dip in and choose a practice that you'd like to do and have a go at it and start to bring about a little bit more um, beautiful energy work and healing into your daily life and experience. So I've actually taken $11 off the live price. So it's now $55. It's on my website at clairobade.com slash events and you'll receive... Um, immediate download so you can get the e-guide and the recording of the retreat as soon as you like to. Okay, so let's get into it. So this episode is maybe a little deep, but it's actually been a huge part of my story and my own personal journey. And it's one that I just really felt to share recently, I guess, because it's such a central focus of who I am and my own experience of life at the moment. So I've had for many years now a really huge pull, a craving, a very deep craving to know my soul. This idea that we are so much more than this human ego self and wanting to connect with and know and embody my soul to bring my soul down into this very body and to experience this higher self of mine. So I spent a really long time assuming it lived, this connection to my higher self and this connection to my soul actually lived up and outside of me, I guess in a more cosmic, untethered, higher realm, you know, light being up in the ethers, hanging out with the angels kind of vibe and searching for it all, quote unquote, up there, if you know what I mean, that I had to actually bypass my body, bypass my mind bypass my ego, bypass all this human self stuff, which was in the way a distraction of sorts, and actually get to my soul, access my higher self, and commune with the cosmos. I needed to go up 
and out to do that. But it turns out that I was looking in the wrong place. And although I've had some really powerful experiences in my quest, I've had even more success, and I use that word really loosely, but I've had even more success connecting with, communing with, and embodying my soul through my body. Over the last six months, I finally feel like I've found my way back into a dedicated morning practice. So as you've probably heard me mention before, I really surrendered in the earlier years of motherhood when sleep was at a minimal and also of the highest priority. I really surrendered this idea of a morning practice and a routine and you know sacred rituals and all that kind of business. It just wasn't possible and I wasn't going to break myself in an attempt to do something that wouldn't feel good whilst sleep-deprived and exhausted. You know, rising at 5 a.m. and doing a dedicated morning practice when you've only just gone to sleep at 4 a.m. would actually be debilitating instead of life-sustaining. So if you're listening to this and you're feeling really bad that you don't have a dedicated morning practice, a spiritual practice, it's cool. It will come back around because it's only just come back around for me. And once it's come back around, it's come back with full force and um, dedication and a really beautiful sustaining energy. And this has all happened since moving house and accessing the really powerful, grounded, earthy energy of the land that we're on. But also, my son's been sleeping through the night for over a year now. We're all at a slightly different stage. You know, it's good. I've got the capacity for it. My energy has told me I've got the capacity for it. So it's been a really effortless and absolutely non-negotiable component of my day now. And returning to this has been a real gift. I'm sharing this because it's been in this return to this practice in the quiet of the dawn, pre-dawn, that has been such a huge component of me being able to access and connect with and commune with and embody my own soul. And let me just say, I say that kind of loosely because I do realize this journey of embodying the soul Somebody like me who has probably been quite disembodied and dissociated and possibly um, not fully grounded for most of her life is is going to be a lifelong journey. Okay, so I I just say that loosely because it's not like, oh yeah, I'm fully with my soul now and we're 100% connected. I don't know that. Like I think I am, but who knows, right? There's so much about the spiritual world that it's just like, oh, don't know. Just going to feel my way through that and trust my intuition and see where it takes me. So what has dramatically changed this process in addition to this routine every morning is the Magdalene womb yoga training that I've been doing with Anna Otero. So you might remember Anna, I interviewed her back in episode 059 and I highly recommend connecting with Anna. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me share some of her work before or tag her in things. So Mary Magdalene herself as an energy first made her presence and, and I guess essence known with me back when I was pregnant with Soleil in 2014, 2015. I was actually doing my Chakra 8 journey with Belinda Davidson at the time, which is a really powerful, very, very, very high vibrational journey of meeting with the 12 essences of my soul. And of course, had a lot of support from Belinda energetically with this practice because accessing the, the eighth chakra energetically, vibrationally, is quite challenging and requires a lot of daily spiritual work to get up into that vibration. 
So I remember being on the beach. I dug myself a little hole in the sand so that I could plant my very heavily pregnant body into this this little sand-made seat. And I was right in front of the ocean and it was this beautiful sunshine beaming down on my face and I was meditating and I was up in the eighth chakra. And safe to say, it was incredibly surprising and almost shocking when a very clear image of Mary Magdalene appeared to me as a vision through my meditation. So for those of you that may have heard me speak before about my intuition, it doesn't generally show up um, in a psychic, clairvoyant way. I don't normally see things. I often know things or sense things empathically and energetically. So for me to actually see her face, I can still see it right now when I close my eyes. I was like, whoa. At first I thought it was Mother Mary. I thought it was the Virgin Mary. And I was really quite surprised. What the heck? What is going on here? Why am I accessing? Why am I accessing and connecting with the Virgin Mary? So I was really surprised when I sat with Belinda in our mentorship session and she clarified that it was actually Mary Magdalene and she shared with me what her energy meant for me. She also said, Claire, I'm incredibly jealous. I'm so envious. Her, her vibration and her energy and her essence is so beautiful and so special and I think it's incredible that you have accessed this. And I just at the time was like, I don't know much about her. But I felt a really strong call towards her. I set the intention and the prayer with her that she would show up in my life in both subtle and powerful ways as I was ready to receive her because I truly didn't understand. That set me off on a path to read a lot more about her, obviously outside of the New Testament Bible and her true story, reading her own gospel, reading other stories written by historians about Mary Magdalene and her work. And so it all unfolded for me over many years, understanding the energy of Mary Magdalene as a sacred, divine feminine leader, as the feminine Christ, as a woman who embodies love, unconditional love, as a woman of the Rose Priestess lineage. So much about her both didn't make sense to me and yet at the same time did. So it's been a very slow unfolding and a gentle invitation from Mary Magdalene to explore the magic of her essence, the magic of the work that she did and still does in the world, her priestess energy, uh, the power and the work of the practices that she does. Some people believe her to be you know, a sacred prostitute working with um, tantric sacred sex magic, there's so much, there's so much there. And again, there's different qualities that I really resonate with and others not so much. But truly this energy of her as a divine feminine embodiment rang true for me. So that then segues me into explaining that as a trained yoga teacher who's done well over 600 hours of yoga teacher training and who also taught yoga for seven years, I actually stopped full-time yoga teaching in 2015, just before Solange was born, and hadn't actually felt called to teach any group yoga classes since then. I've done private classes and group classes and obviously retreats and workshops for other people, but never felt to do it for myself. Um, but yoga has always been part of my own personal ritual, my own practice. It's my church. I'm on the mat. I breathe. I move. But it's changed so much over the years and it's really loosened in terms of the structure and the modality and the type. 
Um, but I, 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 it's just shifted, you know, the breath and the pranayama and the way I flow has been so much more responsive and that began through pregnancy. It became more fluid and more feminine and more grounding and more embodied and less about the poses and more about the way it feels. My experience with my body also has changed so much through motherhood that yoga has had to continue to change so much as well. In the back of my mind, there's always been this connection and love with kundalini yoga, which is such an energetic-based light practice yoga. And every experience I've ever had with kundalini has been life-changing. Yet, there has always been some resistance to it, uh, to the very, the very cosmic, quite austere, very light-seeking practice that it is. There's always been some resistance to fully immerse myself in the practice and perhaps explore the teachings of this particular style. But the reason I mention it is because there's something about this energetic work through kundalini yoga that was always tugging at me. Yet it didn't feel quite, um, I want to say dirty enough, not embodied enough, not in the body enough. So it's almost not earthy enough for me, although I still love it and I still um, experience it so much in my daily life. But as a predominantly air-based sign, I've got a lot of air in my chart, I most certainly need to step away from things that bring me too much into the air and too much into the more cosmic realm and bring me into an activation downward connecting to the earth, to Gaia, to the body. I do need to be in my body more and need to access that cosmic and earth energy through my body, if that makes sense. So there's nothing wrong with accessing that higher vibrational cosmic light space but also combined with the earth, that energy is what my body has been craving. So all of that is a really long-winded explanation for this practice that I'm now in, this Magdalene womb yoga, which is a blend of traditional yoga, a blend of kundalini yoga, a blend of channeled meditations and practices and movement mudra-based body prayers directly channeled from Mary Magdalene through Anna Otero and other um, tantric practices and energetic practices. So this particular training that I'm in has finally brought me closer to this unity and experience of the divine feminine and the divine masculine, to this unity of heaven and earth, to this unity of soul and spirit and body all coming together, bringing my soul down into this body and planting myself onto this earth fully. This has all happened so much more in the last six months than the last 15 years of my own personal practice. And as I said before, I say closer. It's a long road to travel and one I'm still committed to. But I wanted to share this because it's life-changing and I really can't believe that I'm here at this point. It's been a really beautiful reminder working with the womb working with divine feminine energy and divine masculine energy, working with our energetic body. And I say the word body bold and underlined because our energy is in and through and around our body. And using our body to harness magic and medicine, to harness our energetic medicine. That practice has been a huge reminder that what I have been seeking out, what I've sought Finding, trying to find and seek out my soul in the cosmic realms 
only. So only going there through meditation or other experiences that have pulled me up and out of the body that I've actually missed the point. That the body is the very vessel, the very tool and vehicle to experience and embody my soul, my spirit, to embody the divine and to touch the cosmos and to touch the higher realms. And the question is, isn't that what we actually came here for? To have a human experience, to experience earthly delights, to be in our body, to touch and play and climb and dance and make love and eat and do all of those things that are so delicious and special, to feel deep love and also heartbreaking sadness and grief, to run through the highs and lows, to find our centre and to lose ourselves again, to change again and again and again and again to birth babies, to hold the miracle of life in our arms, to connect with animals and nature, to heal each other with our loving cuddles, to kiss, to speak, to sing, to devour, to read, to listen. That's what we're here for, right? And then to remember, even more importantly, that that's what we're here for and that within this dualistic experience of our human life, there is this ever-unchanging spirit, this constant unbreakable connection to source, a unity with God, goddess, that is never-ending, that is forever, that is infinite, that we access that and we can learn to access that, not by leaving the body and that that's only there for us once we die or once we've transcended the body, but that we actually can access that in and through the body. We have come to this human experience to have a human experience, but also to embody our soul in the human experience. Heaven on earth, bring it down to earth, bring it down through the body, bring it down into the body. To touch and experience and share true unconditional love and to bring the cosmic down here into Mother Earth, into her womb, into our womb, all through our body. I've had experiences recently doing a body-based movement meditation. So it's actually a celestial communication according to Anna Otera. It's a combination of mudra, mantra, and movement that creates light language. So communicating with the cosmic realms, with Mother Earth, through our body. And I've had experiences in these light language practices where I am feeling waves and waves of unconditional love for the divine from the divine and for myself because I am divine. And it's overwhelming and feels incredible and it brings tears to my eyes. And when I breathe through these moments, just it's just like, oh, wow, here it is. Here it is, right here in this body. Every single powerful spiritual experience or awakening that I've ever had, like real proper spiritual awakening has actually always unfolded through the body and it's so important for me to remember that giving birth breastfeeding nursing my babies through sickness and holding them through dark nights grief physical pain and the coming through of that shedding tears in a yoga class releasing energetic blocks in a shadow workshop in the most visceral and physical ways howling, sobbing or laughing with joy through breathwork journeys, having a body worker like in Kahuna Massage create an opening through stagnant pathways full of stuck energy. It's 
always happened through and with my body. That's what embodiment is to me. That's about bringing these esoteric, conscious, higher realm, cosmic thoughts, feelings, experiences down into the body and knowing it through the body. I feel like I'm starting to know my soul now that I'm working through the body. I feel like I'm now starting to know a little bit more about the essence and the energy of Mary Magdalene through my body. I feel like I'm starting to know who I truly am through my body. I feel like I'm starting to understand some of the big questions that I've asked for many years through the body. I'm starting to comprehend trust and surrender and deep acceptance and love and presence through the body. And just like with trauma, where our body keeps the score, so does our more spiritual experience. It's through the scorekeeping of the body. When we come down with sickness and disease, it's because there is something unfolding in our life on a mental, emotional, spiritual, energetic level, and it's manifested through the body. The body is always telling us. The body is always communicating. The body is always our first touch point and should be. I often ask my daughter when she's talking about something, whether it's a good thing or not, how does that feel in your body? Because I'm trying to bring her to connect to her body. Because everything else in the world and everyone else in the world and every other institution in the world forces you out of your body, cuts you off at the head and pulls you up into your mind and tells you this is the only place to trust. This is the only space in which you should have any real connection to or belief in. And in fact, even then we can't trust our mind because it's mostly full of junk and it's our ego. So we need to just go up and out and trust God or trust some other energy or trust that we'll all figure it out once we die, once we're out of this body. No, 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 no. For me, my truth is it's actually in the body first. So I'm going to leave it there. It's all in the body. Who you truly are is found through your body. I'm going to leave you with that and I hope that this has landed for you in some way. As with so many of my episodes, I know I don't really give you a massive takeaway here or huge lesson or a go do this and here's a job for you but I hope that there is some wisdom here some medicine here that lands for you and that feels so good in your body and in your nervous system and I hope that that opens you up to perhaps exploring how you can work with and commune with your body on a side note I've just felt to share that I'm actually working on a mini four-week journey that is about being in the body, that's working with the womb, that's working energetically and physically so that we can connect with our soul, that we can open up to more love, that we can create more manifestation and abundance and joy and delight through our womb centre and penetrate out from our heart. I'm working on this little four-week journey and it's going to be special and so sweet. But until then, I invite you to explore how you can connect more with your body see a body worker, move your body with intention, find an embodiment practice that really works for you. Try not to just be in your head so much and actually come down, down, down. Feel your feet on the earth. 
run energy through your legs. See how all of that feels. And remembering, at least for me, as a woman pregnant with life growing inside of me, I never felt more embodied. I remember my energy pulling me right down to the earth and I felt so incredibly grounded and instantly my practices changed. I wanted to spiral and move my hips and I wanted to flow and I wanted to come out of that really rigid, masculine, um, really stoic energy that was in my body prior to that and actually be more fluid and feel my emotions move through my energetic channels and feel my body respond and open So come into your body more. There's so much life. There's so much wisdom. There's so much magic right there. Sending you so much love today and every day. And I can't wait to connect with you again in the future. Thank you so much for tuning into Woman Awake. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review over on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and to ensure that Woman Awake lands in the hearts and the ears of those who need it most. If you can think of somebody who would gain value from this podcast, please consider sharing it and doing me a favor. You can find me at claireobade.com or over on Instagram under claireobade.com. Thank you for being part of this soul-led journey through motherhood and womanhood.